Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hello to the Accelerate Sales Solo Podcast, episode number 376. Today's topic is five ways to self-fund scaling of your business. You will learn what the five ways are, some examples that can help you implement and also how you can get some help. So if it's your first time, welcome. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, thanks for your support. Appreciate every review, no matter what platform, but normally the iTunes ones are the best. Please check out past shows on your favorite platform. Just search Accelerate Sales and don't forget those interview shows. So if you are facing the challenges of scaling your own business, we have a free Slack community called the Cloud Consultants Collective, and it just may be the answer for you. We have cloud consultants across multiple platforms, including Salesforce, HubSpot, ClickUp, Zoho, Google, Microsoft, you name it, where we can all share learnings across the different platforms. Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash CCC, so that's the letter C three times, to join for free. I completed a Bachelor of Accounting, and to be honest, I didn't really love it. I did it because it was close to home, and I knew I needed some base financials to really kickstart my career. And by nature, I'm a really, and I'm an ideas guy, right? So following a process from end to end, you know, wasn't really good. I was always trying to reinvent it. And then I went and completed a second uh, Bachelor of Business, which was marketing. And then I spent 18 years at Coca-Cola, where numbers were very significant. I made billion-dollar acquisitions and learnt the fact that the numbers never lied. And really, there was only a couple of key levers that made the biggest impact on the numbers. And the numbers was normally, you know, the profit and loss, what you made. And I took this discipline into running my own business. And I'm not a fan of getting outside investment in the early stages of scale. I've seen so often where people get a lot of money and then what it does is hide bad strategies because you've got the money that you keep tipping into rather than actually getting it from customers. I actually think customers where you're solving a problem is the best way to fund your scaling. That's just my personal view. And certainly for a services business, I think that's probably the the best. So how do you fund that scaling through working capital, i.e. the cash flow in your business? So I'll take you through these five areas now. So number one is selling more to existing clients. Sounds obvious, right? You've all heard it before. But I see so many owners that are so lost in acquiring new customers and doing sales and marketing campaigns that they forget about their existing. Now, how many times have you heard, if I just fix my website, I don't think I look uh, as good as I should be. I don't look as big as I should be. I think there are a lot of things that your customers aren't thinking, right? They're just thinking about, can this person solve a problem for me? And when I took a new account on at Coca-Cola, I would always map out all the products that we had and then map those against what they actually ranged. And it sounds really simple, but it was a powerful exercise to fill the gaps. And when you when we ran our own cloud consulting business, we sort of realized that we're giving away too much in especially our setup and our strategy, right? So what we did is broke those into services and sold them when the client actually needed it rather than giving too much up front. It also helped for them to, to like, know, and trust us and get proof before we went in too far. 
and this increased our revenue per client significantly. So what are you giving away which you could monetize for existing clients? Just pause and have a think about that. Okay, number two is business models. So I see so many owners swapping time for money, often having their time charged at the same rate as their people. And if you're doing that, stop that right now, right? If you've got a labor arbitrage where someone's getting an excellent service, which might be $90 USD for an example, in you know, equivalent by competitors, and you can source it cheaper. You don't have to reduce your margin. You can actually keep that margin. Anyway, the first step to solve this is by selling retainers. It gives you recurring revenue and gives your clients predictability. So it's a win-win. One way is to charge by the person, which is a combination of the license, the support, and training, rather than just charging it all separate. Then you can move into a harder one, but I think the really satisfying one, which is return on investment. You can take 10% of the total return of a project for implementing it, and then you can make some serious money where it doesn't matter about, you know, getting charged for hours or what your team, how many hours they're working and what it's rate. Uh, look, I won't kid you, there's a lot of comp- uh, complexities in it and each scenario is different. But if you really think it's worth it, you know, reach out to me and I can show you some examples where we've done it in the past. Before I continue, I'd like to talk to you about leadjet.io. Have a look at the LinkedIn profile and had to manually put the information in your sales CRM. I know I do it, well, I used to do it all the time as a pain, but even if I wasn't doing it, my team was, and it really slowed them down. And ever sent someone a message on LinkedIn and had to copy and paste it into your sales CRM. Last week, I was actually out of the office um, my son had COVID, everything's fine, but I just, because I'm immune suppressed, I had to remove myself from uh, the environment. And, you know, I couldn't do this. And it was a real pain where I was on my mobile, I was on my iPad, and I had to keep tasks to my team to do it. Whereas on your desktop, it's just a press of a button that automatically syncs. So Leadjet absolutely solves this. So it's leadjet.io, and it works across some of the major sales CRMs like Copper, Pipedrive, HubSpot, Salesforce, etc. So why not check it out for yourself? Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash leadjet. So we've covered one, which is sell more to existing clients, two, business model. Let's now go into three, which is gain new clients, right? So I'm not saying you don't gain new clients, you just prioritize your existing ones first. Uh, now we have the business model sorted, right? And that's the most important thing. It's no use climbing up the wall faster or the old analogy going up a ladder faster if it's against the wrong wall. So now that you have the business model right, you can then take on more clients at higher margins. And you can be more selective on who you take on because you don't need as many, right? And how often have we had an outsourced company that's sent us all these unqualified leads and it's just seemed to all this hard work for no effort. And there are really two strategy uh, strategies that work well here, what from our experience have. One is strategic partners and the other is social selling. So an example of a strategic partner was a client who sold a planning platform that's called Venna into sort of mid-size businesses. And, you know, we we thought about the, I said, look, you know, who's using product? Who are some of the clients that have been best in the past? And it became pretty obvious that a lot of them were backed by private equity, right? And I said, well, why don't we talk to the private equity companies and make it a three-way win? What do they win? They get transparency of numbers and better outcomes. The client, the actual portfolio company doesn't have the private equity company breathing down their neck all the time because there is that transparency and they can better run their business. And then obviously for us, we can uh, 
or for my client, they were selling more licenses and, and implementation. So that's what we did. We worked with private equity firms. We did webinars to their portfolio companies and it worked brilliantly. So, you know, what's your example of where you could do a one-to-many sale to really uh, help to expedite those new clients? And the other one is social selling. So as a guest, your clients are going to probably be on LinkedIn. Now, they may not be active, but they're on there. So use the data to get an introduction from your network to them. Also, you can ask your network if they know someone like whoever your ideal client is. Then create a sales funnel to get them to like, know, and trust you. And we're using uh, gifts through a, a product called Hyperize and Expandy. So it's Expandy is uh, just with the I at the end, and also Send Spark. So we'll have the links to this in the uh, blog if you go to paulligansmentoring.com. I know I've got an Australian accent sometimes. It, uh, it doesn't translate well around the world. But if you really want to know more about this and how we do it, we've got a brilliant way of doing it. We're getting lots of uh, good clients, quality clients in. Just uh, reach out. So number four is do delegate, delete. Right, so who's the most expensive asset in your business? That's right, it's you. And, you know, the opportunity cost of using your time is the greatest thing that you can do, right? Because, you know, if you aren't taking the biggest salary in the business, well, then, you know, we've got another problem we, we need to discuss. But uh, are you digging into project work, admin, all the sales, marketing strategy, et cetera? Now, you're probably nodding your head because I know we certainly did that. And just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So focus on what you can do first. So fill the big rock, strategy, leadership, sales, and then you won't have as much time left for the smaller things. Now, we've got some specific way we, we do this through calendar management, but I think you get the overall concept. And we also use a great model called I, we, you. So I is where you do something. We is when you do it together with the person that you're delegating to. And then finally, you is where they then train you to see if it's actually something they've fully learned. And this really helps with uh, delegating more. Obviously, use automation where you can, because that really helps. And then the last one is just delete all unnecessary tasks. It's like a spring clean, right? And we do this religiously just to get rid of all the noise. So last but not least is number five is lean cost. Whilst the top of your profit and loss, your revenue is the most significant impact on your bottom line, it doesn't mean you should ignore the bottom line or the, the mid, I suppose, which is the cost. Activities that I do with clients include you list your highest to lowest costs and cut what you can, right? And just... People don't do this, right? And, and you may be one of those. It's okay, but you can do it straight away. The next is renegotiate supply contracts. Now, you know, it's not a huge cost in the overall scheme of things, but mobile phones. So I went from paying $180 or $90 per phone to $40 just from renegotiating. Uh, cut subscriptions. If you're like me, you love tech. That's why we're in the game, right? But we collect a lot that we don't use. And my father-in-law had a great thing with his his. A caravan that every time he went camping and he didn't use something, he'd put a sticker on it. When he got back, he would remove that, right? So he got his weight down. He was fanatical about his weight, but that's a whole different story. Uh, and then finally, bring on admin staff to free up the revenue generating staff for the important staff. So uh, we've got lots of contacts. We can help you with that. So we've covered 
the five key things. Sell more to existing clients. Two is business model. Three was new clients. Four was do, delegate, delete. And five is lean costs. And the key two key actions from today, one is just make an action on one of those five. Just start somewhere, right? And most importantly, dedicate a resource to it so it gets completed. The other is reach out if you need help to me. You can find me at Paul Higgins Mentoring. So you can get all the links at the, like I said, at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. It's episode 376 or on the app that you're listening to now. I always recommend Pocket Cast app. It's just one that I prefer. I've got an iPhone. Please follow me on LinkedIn for some great content and you'll see other podcasts that I promote. If you know someone interested, right, in scaling their business without taking on the risk of outside investment, please share this with them. They will think you're a rock star. And finally, please take action to accelerate your sales to scale. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet. 